Hey, welcome back to another uh, Get Geekish podcast. Welcome back to another. Anyway, hey, it's uh, Bino and Derek here with the Get Geekish podcast. We do this every week. Thanks for joining us. Uh, taking you through half an hour or so of the things that go inside Weird. our heads. Not all of them. We, we make some valid points once in a while. A lot of nostalgia, a lot of fandoms, just basically the whole idea of uh, our Get Geekish website and podcast and everything is it's fun to like things. Mm-hmm. Have passion about something, enjoy something, and not have to devote your entire life to it. You know, you're a fan, mostly. <laughs> uh, but we are in the month of October, of course. Last week we talked about the history of that. We're getting closer and closer to Halloween, and Halloween also is the season for horror movies. Now, your favorite. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not a huge fan of all horror movies. I like some, but I know there's a lot of people out there that are, you know, horror movies 24 seven year round. So they get kind of weirded out when all the average Joes go to start watching horror movies and like, I watch this every day. What are you talking about? <laughs> but uh, this week's podcast idea, we came from some, some pictures we shared on Facebook earlier this week that somebody reimagined a handful of childhood games as posters for horror movies. And they were, they were kind of terrifying. I got to say, I kind of want them to be real. Just because, like, I'm interested. So, like, how this came about is you look at this. Obviously, you know, growing up in the 80s and 90s, you usually got the poster first. And then kind of like a trailer, depending on how it worked. Yeah, if this was 1990 instead of 2020, uh, say... They're working on the new Jurassic World movie. We would have got a poster with a Jurassic World logo that said coming 2025. And then next year, we would have got a 30 second trailer that was basically coming in four summers from now. Dinosaurs. Like, and you just have to, you'd get all excited about it, but then you like, you know, had to go through a grade or two of school before it actually came out. (laughs) Which is funny because, um, Thanks to the pandemic right now, we're kind of going back to that because they just released the poster for the new <laughs> Jurassic World, and we don't really have a teaser trailer or anything for that. So <laughs> the tables have turned. <laughs> but Photoshop is a great thing. <laughs> so this person took the concept of a board game, turned it into a horror movie, and used Photoshop to make it into a movie poster. Right, and you you found this, right? Yeah, somebody shared it in one of the other geek groups I'm part of. And if you haven't found it, you can go to the Geek Geekish Facebook page, and we shared it uh, from uh, was it October fifth or sixth, something like that. Uh, but the first one is the Hungry Hungry Hippos. How do you make that a horror movie? Well, you have a very green tinted ominous scene of a guy in a what do you call a skimmer boat? Airboats. Airboats. Uh, with this giant jaws like hippo coming at the boat from under the water and you know blurry text of they're hungry 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 hippos coming soon well they did a good job too because it says you know bloom house um who had it which is a you know a very prominent horror movie company <laughs> production company filming company you know what i'm talking about so like i'm looking at that i'm like if you didn't tell me that this was just something that somebody made up i'd have been like what? Yeah, it's, it seems far-fetched, but let's be honest. Especially in the horror movie genre, there's a lot of things that come up that are 
ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, well, we'll get back we'll get the board games on here too, but uh, on this list I found on IMDb of some of the most ridiculous concepts for horror movies. There's Thanksgiving, where a homicidal turkey axes off college kids during Thanksgiving break. The Ginger Dead Man, where an evil yet adorable gingerbread man comes to life with the soul of a convicted killer. And his real-life cookie monster wreaks havoc on the girl who sent the killer to the electric chair. So that's kind of like Chucky, but okay. Mm-hmm. There's Night of the Lepus, Lepus, where giant mutant rabbits terrorize the Southwest. Crocodile, where a group of college friends are attacked by a giant man-eating crocodile while on spring break. Kill Dozer, a small construction crew on a stranded island and are terrorized when a spirit-like being takes over a large bulldozer and goes on a killing rampage. <laughs> And the list goes on. So ridiculous doesn't rule out anything in a horror movie. <laughs> I mean, I have seen Rubber, which is about a tire that's just rolling around and has teleconnected powers and killing people. So, what, One of my favorite things for a uh, tangent flashback. Uh, do you remember the, was it a Michael Keaton movie called Jack Frost? The Christmas movie that came out back in the yep. late 90s? Yep. And then there's the horror movie called Jack Frost. And they have very similar covers. Yeah, they came out very close to each other. So in our not-quite-so-new release rack at the video store, there was Jack Frost, and then there was the horror Jack Frost. And I would say at least five or six times I had irate parents that came back upset because they thought they were getting the Jack... um, uh, Michael Keaton family one? The family Jack Frost, and they started playing the other one. And a couple times where somebody thought they were getting the horror one, horror one got the family movie, but uh, that for some reason made me giddy that like you weren't even smart enough to look at the box or read the back or check the tape or notice in the first five minutes that it was a horror movie. <laughs> like, Yeah. What I will say the Michael Keaton one, it's a fun movie, but it is kind of creepy. So, you know, the but scene with the carrot in the bathtub though. <laughs> anyway, so you, you know, first impressions you're looking at, I think he made like three of these posters. There's probably four, tons four, of them. But four of them. Four of them. That's the one that we shared. Four of them. So the first impression with the Hungry Hungry Hippos one is what I saw. It, I looked at that and I went, okay, so this is going to be maybe like a Lake Placid-ish, Anaconda-ish type of movie where it's going to have these giant animals. I mean, because a lot of people forget that hippos are killers. <laughs> so, one of the deadliest animals. I, I, and I can't imagine why there's one loose. And I mean, this looks like Louisiana by the cover, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe, hey. maybe it's a genetic experiment at the Louisiana zoo that escapes into the ponds of the swamps. You mean the swamps swamps? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I like that synopsis. So, you know, overall, look, I mean, you're not a horror, you're not a horror movie guy, but overall looking at this and coming up with what you just said, are you going more like they're going to go the bloody scary route or kind of like the Tucker Dale versus evil route where it's going to be? My experience with most of the animal terror movies is they would, they would try and go scary, bloody horror. Cause you look at Anaconda, Lake Placid, all those kind of ones. They don't necessarily put off well, but they, they don't make them... They're not going for comedy horror. They're trying to go for scary horror. I don't know. Lake Placid has a lot of great one-liners in it. Especially, I mean, Betty White's in it, for crying out loud. So well, Yeah, but they have to sit in there. But I think they capitalize a lot of the ones where 
those kind of movies, there's a lot of people that are terrified of gators and crocodiles. There's people that are terrified of snakes. Most people, at least in our neck of the world, are not generally terrified of hippos. They should be. Well, if there were hippos like digging in your trash cans at night, you'd probably be change your tune. But can you imagine that instead of raccoons? Oof. Um, <laughs> so overall, would you see this movie? If it came on basic cable when I was watching it, I might, but I'd never go out of my way to watch it. Who do you think would star in it? Who do would I, it be like an A-list? Is it somebody I want to star in it or somebody that I think actually would be in this thing? Both? Okay. Because I, I, if I look at the cover, I'm expecting that it's going to be somebody like Dwayne Johnson. And then I Captain was going to say, it looks, like, it looks like The Rock. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you just meant he's he's a fisherman. used used to be a Marine Corps super soldier, and then decided to retire down on his pontoon fishing boat in Louisiana to relax, and now making him use his training again or something. What can I say? But you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, the next one. Here's the thing: is a lot of people remember when we once had a you know, not a podcast about it, but like a real life conversation of like, they're make, they can't make board games into movies. And then they did with Battleship. So mm -hmm. some of these aren't far off from the, from the thing. Um, Cause the next one is Candyland. The cover of this one, it, I, the first thing that stuck in my mind is this is it looks like a Tim Burton movie. Well, it says up at the top a film by Tim Burton. <laughs> if, if I looked at the details, I wouldn't have thought I was so clever. But uh, <clears throat> see, and this this one is one that doesn't look like it's scary. This looks more like a, a fantasy movie that's just really creepy. Looks it looks like it's got the vibe of the Alice in Wonderland movie. type movies and stuff yeah. like that. And corpse, not corpse, right up, Sweeney Todd. Well, so you're looking at this one, and you have you know. Okay. Candy cane forests with gumdrops. You got the castle in the background. I think that's a dinosaur. Yeah, it looks like a dinosaur. And then there's a, a smiling with an evil grin cream puff or whipped cream tower or something in the background. What? Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't see that. So on this one, I, I think they're going to go more of the, right, just kind of like the weird creepy rather than a straight-up horror movie. Mm. especially by Tim Burton. Cause like you said, Tim Burton, he did Sweeney Todd. Um, he didn't, he did corpse bride. He didn't do sleepy hollow though. Right. This or is, this he? is the movie that we need a, uh, uh, a young Haley Joe Osmond back again. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> I can just imagine that kid going through here, trying to escape the candy forest. that's going to eat him. A young, so him, a young him and a young Dakota Fanning wandering out there trying to find their grandma who's been taken over by the candy witch. Okay, so that's your, that's your going of this is mm -hmm. that it's kind of like a Hansel and Gretel type of thing where they're going through the forest trying to get to but the castle. But it's, but it's or like reverse Hansel and Gretel. So them getting lost and taken up, I think they're going into it trying to rescue somebody else. Okay, so they're trying to get to the castle to rescue somebody. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think they're trying to get to that little shack to rescue somebody. I'm not sure where the castle puts in. It's probably some evil warlock that's controlling it from the castle. Or aliens. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tim Burton. Well, I mean, it's not, but it says it is. So. 
Obviously, yeah, Johnny I, Depp will have to be in it. <laughs> yeah, Johnny Depp's either going to be like the little guy that's going to help him or the villain. Um, also with Hella Bottom Carter, she's, she's I, I probably she, the witch. She, she would make a crazy candy witch. She could pull that off pretty well. Yeah. So would you see this movie? I probably would. Again, it's not one that would strike me as like, oh, I have to see it. But uh, with a good trailer, I could, I could be persuaded, persuaded. to see this. Mm-hmm. Oh man, this just doesn't this just take you back to when you're standing outside waiting to get into the theater because you had to stand outside to wait and get into the theater and looking at all the little well, movie posters. To, trying to guess what the movie's about too, because I I feel going back on tangent to that whole thing of how things have changed. I feel like movie posters now have done a much better job of tying into what the movie's actually about, mm-hmm. or not being anything about the movie and just showing the stars in it and not trying to be part of the plot. Where a lot well, of movie like '90s movie posters, for some reason, I wish I could think of an example off the top of my head. Ghostbusters. Well, that was just, it's the, just the Ghostbusters logo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it, that's exactly it. It doesn't tell you. It doesn't give you a hint into the movie. It doesn't give you a peek into the movie. You know, like movie posters nowadays, especially like these made-up ones, they kind of give you a glimpse into that world. How, how about the poster for Inner Space? The poster for Inner Space makes it look like it is some sci-fi horror movie. There's a lot going on that poster. Yeah, there's a lot. And you watch the movie and it's like this this fun-loving little type of thing. But that poster makes it look like this ominous, scary, like, oh, what's all going on here? Well, same with Gremlins. Well, the, the first, first one, one, the first one tried to be like that. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, if you look at the first poster, it's, you know, the little mongoi there with, like, the shadow of the gremlin and a hand, his mm. little green hands. So you're like, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. And then you watch, you're like, <laughs> Now, our, our next movie poster that was on this guy's list um, was Shoots and Ladders. <laughs> Which, when I hear that out loud, I'm like, how do you make Shoots and Ladders a horror movie? This looks like something out of the Saw franchise. That's what I was going to say. It's You've seen Saw, so... I, en- gonna... I enjoyed the first Saw. Save about two minutes of it. <laughs> right. So I think this is going to be one of those the torture-esque trapped in a thing like um, escape room. Yeah, somebody's somebody stuck in a funhouse labyrinth type thing and every slide they go down razors parts of their bodies off and there's lots well, yeah, of the, blood. Yeah, there's little spikes at the end of that slide. So uh-huh. choose wisely. Your life depends on it. Yeah, this would be like a whole like labyrinth you're exactly right labyrinth thing of like we need to take this ladder no don't take that ladder and then johnny goes and falls into spikes or somebody goes down a slide wrong and And you can just pick the characters off in order of the the really dumb jocks about the third one to go after he's too tough to list read one of the signs and goes down the wrong area and then there's the the dumb ditzy college girl that runs away screaming and gets her head chopped off somewhere else (laughs) yeah see this one to me is just like the the poster looks intriguing, but this also seems just like a generic horror movie where it's that escape room type of thing, where it's the saw thing, where it's, you know, you I'm gonna guess there's six people. That seems to be the right ratio, five to six people thrown into this thing. They all have a tie to each other for some reason, and then they have to escape. And then you find out at the end, like one of them like gave a high five to another one at one point and the other one bagged the groceries and that's how they're all intertwined. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think there'd be anybody big in this one. I think this would be a bunch of no name actors and actresses or mm-hmm. there'd be somebody that was 
I don't want to say washed up, but somebody that was in a big movie 10 or 15 years ago that's still trying to hold on to a career of some kind. I think, yeah, I think it'd be a mix of like up and comers, no names, like up and comer, no names where you're like, oh yeah, maybe. And then, I mean, look at Cabin in the Woods, right? That was a horror movie, but it was hilarious, but it had. I really like that movie except for the last 15 minutes. But it had Chris Hemsworth in it and then some other, you know, like no names. So they have that one actor. You're like, what? And then. Yeah, there's just, there's just some sort of name recognition they can put on the poster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this one I think I would wait until it hits like Netflix or something. Yeah, and I'd probably avoid this one. All possible. <laughs> <laughs> and our last movie poster that was shared by this guy. Don't get caught. It's a sci-fi original. <gasps> Mousetrap. I like how they put a sci-fi original on this. Well, this one, this reminds me of like my father-in-law watches all those B and C quality movies from sci-fi things and stuff like that. And I feel like I could almost see the plot of this one coming to life if there's some genetic laboratory doing some experiments on giant rats or mice and one of them has now gotten out of control and it's huge and they're trying to capture it, but it's going around killing all the scientists that are somehow locked in this dungeon trying to hide their creation and Okay, I can see. See, I went a different route on this one. I went the whole like, again, kind of like the Saw-esque type of thing where they have these kind of like Running Man (laughs) with Arnold. You know, they have these humans that they're putting in this little maze to see which ones can be more intelligent to get out of it and everything like that. Kind of a horror movie Running Man, if you will. Mm -hmm. I can see that. For, for the entertainment of the masses. <laughs> but I mean, I guess that does kind of look like a, a rat carcass or something in that, in that yeah, trap. It's something dead inside it, but you don't know if it's a giant rat or if it's a person. Maybe the mice are the ones trapping the people. Who knows? I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> either, but, that, either that or this is just like a real-life version of The Secret of Nim. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie as a kid and I watched it as an adult. I'm like, this is some dark, dark stuff. Yeah. Like, I'm kind of terrified right now. Like Watership Down. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but you said this movie could either be good or it could be like the actual board game and halfway through you realize that it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I would put my money on the second one. I don't, so, it's like... What what other movie? Because this is for this guy came up with. But what are some other board games that they that, that could be? Because some of the board games we Jumanji they made into a movie, mm-hmm. which well, remarkably Jumanji, was Jumanji a board game first or was it a board game after the movie? Uh, that's a good question. Now I don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, regardless, yeah. the new Jumanjis. I'm a big fan of both those. Um, they made a movie out of Clue, which that one worked. But that one wasn't a horror movie. That one was a just a fun mystery comedy. Yes, there's not many there's not many horror board games. So taking them and twisting them into something bad seems like a whole different thing. A lot of people's first reactions was like Operation. That's what I was gonna say. Our comments on our on our Facebook page here, you know, we had a couple people say Operation, which just gave me like a hostile hostile slash Doctor Giggles vibe. Hmm. Of, of how they would go with that. Um, don't break the ice is intriguing. 
because I could see that'd be like the thing, but without the aliens, they're just out there and like they have to traverse the Arctic. Oh, see, that's, that's uh, when I thought when I thought uh, don't break the ice. I thought more of the like wilderness survival type of thing of somebody's trying to escape somebody else across the frozen lakes of northern Canada or something like that. And, so kind of, yeah, kind of the same thing actually. That's because that's kind of what I was thinking. Just like the Arctic type of survival thing, mm. um, something might be chasing them. Who knows? Um, battleship. Maybe they should redo it <laughs> instead of aliens. <laughs> that one's probably should never have been made into a movie. <laughs> and some of the ones you, you could do anything with, uh, sorry and trouble with titles like that, you could really do anything. I mean. Trouble, somebody's in trouble, they're killing a lot of people. Trouble, you're in trouble, somebody's trying to kill you. Uh. Yeah, but there'd have to be a Pop-O-Matic thing, right? And the whole thing. That... Well, there was trouble, trouble, and then there was Pop-O-Matic trouble. No. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at this one, and somebody, somebody said Twister. That's not a board game, but... It's in the board game aisle, it qualifies. Yeah, but I'm just thinking, like, that'd be like a weird... Island of Dr. Monroe type of <laughs> thing. People getting twisted into one yeah, giant. Like, it's like medieval torture devices, but instead of stretching them out in a drawn and quorum, it's just twisting them around slowly. Or maybe they have people there for years, so they're distorting and contorting their bodies and twisting it around so they grow into weird shapes. And uh. <laughs> um, <laughs> The one that made me laugh in it was uh, Life. The 2020 edition? Yep. <laughs> they said, life, just could be a 2020 documentary. <laughs> um, I don't, there's just, like, there's a lot of different board games now. Like, you could do, I mean, that one shocking one that we did where you, you hold on to it and it shocks you. Mm-hmm. Um, that one's kind of a torture device as it is, so... How about one that's probably going to have all kinds of uh, emotional problems that go along with it too? But imagine coming to a theater near you with dark movie trailer voice and deep pounding sounds. Don't wake daddy. I remember that commercial. So, so you're seeing it now, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Make it make a good horror movie. <laughs> Dude, Mr. Bucket. Mr. Bucket, you're the one. <laughs> is this is this a, a, a bucket that comes to life and kills people? Or I mean, technically, it, technically, it's already a bucket that comes to life because the whole point is you have to get the shapes in it and he spits the shapes out of his mouth. So I'm going to go with, yeah, it comes together and has a taste for human flesh that's chasing people <laughs> down the hallway. Going, Mr. Bucket. <laughs> <laughs> I'd see that. Dude, God, then uh, you just like all these stupid 90s games popped in my head like Elephant the Elephant, where it like shoots butterflies out of its nose and you have to catch them. So that one could be like a giant. You know, somebody that has a, a little special effects wizard, I, I feel like they could turn Fireball Island into something that's pretty, pretty much a gore fest. Dude, Fireball Island would probably be like a cannibal holocaust nowadays. Mm hmm. It, that's probably what they would do is turn that into like people trying to escape out of the Amazon where cannibals are chasing them and trying stuff like them. that. <laughs> that one could be, that one could be, it could be good. They'd probably turn it into like a more adventure thing, but okay. I'd be down for that one. Mm-hmm. 
Now, how about we have the uh, uh, scorned woman turned vengeance with girl talk? <laughs> every man, every man who wronged her finds out he's going to be wrong now. It's a game of truth or dare, and he lost. I thought you were going to go the route of what was the stupid mall one? Mall madness. Mall madness. There you go. That could be a zombie movie. There we go. That's, that's I was I was trying to think of a way to, to to try and do mall madness that wasn't like. Uh, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm just gonna zombies. It could be, it could, I was gonna say it could either be zombies or like. Everybody in the mall gets infected with something, which would turn into zombies anyway, like a zombie-esque type of thing. But mm-hmm. I can see that. I can see that. I mean, shark attack is kind of self-explanatory. We have new shark movies every five years anyway. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. But this, 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 and this could go on for for hours if we let it go. I mean, there's there's a lot of games coming this summer. Apples to apples. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't know how that one would work. Well, with marketing nowadays, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Cards Against Humanity, the movie. That's true. <laughs> what is it? Ooh. It's it's three B B grade stars sitting in chairs reading Cards Against Humanity cards and trying to keep a straight face. I'd wa- I'd watch it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not really a board game, but it's in the board game aisle. Um, is Magic Eight Ball? It would be like a cursed object. Kind of like a little possessed thing, kind of like um, the ring, if you will, mm-hmm. where it says you're fortunate. You're like, <gasps> am I going to die, Magic Eight Ball? Magic Eight Ball. All signs point to yes. No. <laughs> Outlook looks hazy. <laughs> All right. Some of these board games, I want to. I want to like. I would. When we first started talking about this, I thought this was going to be just over-the-top ridiculousness, but I, I feel like we've found a few, few few gems that actually could be turned into entertaining movies. Notice I didn't necessarily say good, but entertaining. Enter- entertaining. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Because, I, 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 again, I'm not a huge horror movie fan of a lot of them, but horror movies that are an escape from reality seem more entertaining to me. Horror movies about, oh, the guy next door is a child molester and a killer, and he comes into your house and tries to kill your family. That's not an entertaining night. That's two hours of stress, and then me worrying about it for weeks afterwards. Here's a horror movie about a giant Mr. Bucket chasing people around in the alley and trying to hack him up with an axe. I can live with that, because it's not really going to happen. It's entertainment. Okay, cool, whatever. I'm down. Mr. Bucket. (laughs) I'm going to wake up in a cold sweat at 2 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) I need to find out a way to get that audio piped into your house. So just <laughs> Mr. Bucket. <laughs> Don't worry. I've got the Kool-Aid man on my side. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I'd like to see. Well, that's that could be, yeah. be another horror movie right there. <laughs> Mr. Bucket versus the Kool-Aid man. Ooh. Is Deathmatch Death Match still a thing? <laughs> is, this like, is this like the 2020 version of Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man. <laughs> yeah, I guess. 
<laughs> anyway, uh, Chapman, what do you think? Well, go to the social media at Get Geekish, and uh, what are some of the board games that you think might make good horror movies? Or which one of the plots did we come up with that we should package up and send to Hollywood to say make it happen? Okay, let's go to a Starbucks. Type up a script. Send it. And we're rich. Anyway, let us know. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we appreciate it very much, and we will talk at you next week. Woo!